Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Okay, we're holding in Perak Beis and Perak Avos. Mishnah Yud Gimel. So we already spoke about three of the students of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka and the three teachings that they added. Mishnah Yud, Yud Aleph, and Yud Beis. Now we move on to the fourth Mishnah discussing the teachings, three teachings of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon ben Asanel, his name is actually, who taught three things. Uh, see two of them regarding tefillah and one of them regarding general perspective, which is a very important idea. Says the Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon said, Very important thing, you would appreciate this. You should be very careful when it comes to Kriyashma, reading the Shema and tefillah. We have a mitzvah of Kriyashma, mitzvah of tefillah also, and debate exactly how and what in terms of Dairaisa Drabonan, but certainly a mitzvah. And uh, the Mephorshim explained it means, what, what should you be so careful about? It means, Lekroisabainasa, says the Kahati, is you should read it in its time. Make sure that you daven in the tefillos in their time, shma, shma, shma in its time, or dzman kriya shma, zmani tefillah. These kinds of things are very important. He doesn't add this in the bottom, but in general, we should be careful with kriya shma and tefillah, davening b'tzibor. That's something that's sometimes a little bit difficult, but it should be makbit when it comes to kriya shma, tefillah, davening in its time, dominion, appropriately. Very important idea, number one. It's easy sometimes, you know, to... Certain groups of Jews maybe aren't as exacting in this Indian when it comes to Zman. Zman, Zmani Tefillah, Zmani Krishma. It's easy sometimes to not. But we have to be careful about that. The time we can. Yes. Make sure you daven on time. Okay. Number two, that was actually all we did. Okisha'atam Ispalel. And number two, when you do daven, so this is the mentality we should have when we daven. It's a very, it's a game changer if you can employ this. Al ta'as tefilosacha keva. Don't make your davening kva. Kva means, literally means established, rote. regular, rote, uh, robotic. You shouldn't daven in a robotic sort of way. What do you mean? Most people, I mean, you wake up in the morning, you have to go to chakras, you go to daven, you, uh, you finish davening, as it's something you need to do, you're required to do, but not something that you take any real significance in, or pleasure in, or understanding of. Ella, rather, how should you make your tefillah? Rachamim v'tachanunim. Mercy and beseechment. Meaning your tefillah should come from a place where you feel the tefillah and you want to talk to Hashem. You beseech Him, you talk to Him um, in a way that is actually more meaningful than that. In front of Hashem. Shnemar, as the Pasuk tells us in Yoel, and this Pasuk refers to three kinds of tefillah in three situations. Pasuk says, Ki chanun hu, because Hashem is chanun verachum, merciful and graceful. Erech apayim, he is uh, patient, extends his anger. Verav chesed, and, and uh, has abundance of mercy. V'nicham ala ro'a, and he uh, changes his mind in terms of the bad. Now, Kati explains, included in this pasuk are tefilos, corresponding to three different types of situations. So he says like this, number one, the first type of tefillah that's referenced here is Ya'arich Apo, is the extension of mercy, and the extending of his uh, patience, his anger. And Hashem, when you want Hashem to save you from some sort of a dangerous situation, Saros, 
from tragedies, from uh, punishments, things that a person's struggling with, even when a person sinned. So what is it? Ya'arichapo. That's the reference of Erechapayim in the Pasuk. We ask Hashem, you know, ha- have mercy, extend your uh, anger beyond, don't just punish us when we're suffering. Don't punish us. Number two, Hashem be good to us and fulfill our desires, the things that we ask for in our prayers, even if my actions are not actually fitting to receive whatever it is that I'm asking, that's yarbe chazdo imo. We say v'rav chesed. Hashem has abundance of kindness. And the third is we ask Hashem to forgive our sins. That's v'yinochim ala right? Forget about the sins. Change, change about the bad that I've done. Even though I'm fitting to receive some bad things because of my sins, that's the end of the pasuk. V'nicham ala When a person davens in a way that it's just, that's what I need to do every day. Right? Such, a, such a type of tefillah. But he doesn't take any pleasure, significant utilization of it in a real way. That's kvach. It's, it's a regularity, rote, robotic type of tefillah. Very uh, unimpactful, very insignificant. So Rav Shimon's telling us is, instead of that, we have to recognize, no, you're actually talking to Hashem. Beseech Hashem, talk to Him. I'll tell you something very interesting that uh, I heard recently. There's a debate in custom when it comes to this. You know, when you're davening Shemona Esri, so we have the standard prayers that the Anshik Nesis Agdola established. 18, really 19 brachos in the Amida and the Shemona Esrei. So everybody says that. We have to say that. So we say that. Fine. But you look throughout history and there were certain people that they would start saying their own prayers in the middle of the Shemona Esrei. Now there were some people that would do that and then there were some people, I believe Moshe Feinstein was very against it. He would say, no, Anshik Nesetagadol established these prayers. You can't just add in your own language, your own prayers, etc. within the Amida. I'm not talking about there are certain insertions that are actually part of it, but so I was listening to Rav Arya Leibowitz, you know, on da- Dafyomi. He's a great Dafyomi, and I was listening to him once, and he explained the difference between them reflects a difference in point in history and who needed to be inspired. Halacha doesn't change; the application of halacha could differ. So he explained, and it ties back into this point, that Rav Moshe Feinstein. A lot of his challenge in his time was dealing with the conservative movement. So he had to put a foot down and show a line in the sand, this is not what we do. So whereas the conservative movement was changing the tefillah, adding in what they want, making it sound more liberal, but totally changing what is the halacha, he had to take a stand and say, no, we cannot add words into the Shemona Esrei because he had to be a staunch representative against that to show that's not something that we do. So for his situation, he had to make that kind of a psak. I forget which Rebbe it was, but one of the Rebbe's after the war, he was dealing with broken Jews, people that they had lost a relationship with their father in heaven, and they needed a reminder for that. So for them, this Rebbe, I forget which one it was, in middle of his tefillah, he would start crying out, for the Holy Hashem, and start talking to him like a, like a son crying out in front of his father. But he felt the need to do that because he didn't want to make his tefillah kvah. These were people that were, they needed a reminder. No, you have a relationship with Hashem. There's something real there. So he'd start talking in Yiddish in the middle of Shemona Esrei to emphasize that to the remaining jury. There is a father in heaven who cares for you, who wants to take care of you. He hasn't given up on you. So for his situation, that was the psaq that he enacted. 
But that's the idea, really, is when we dive into Hashem, should it be a tefillah that's just, I need to do every day so I say the words? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying whether you should add in or add, not add in. But at least in the kavana, in the understanding, we should realize, no, I'm talking to Hashem as a son who talks to his father. And, and therefore, if I'm talking to my father, I tell him what's bothering me today, what I need today, Thank you today for what you did for me yesterday, etc., etc. Not kva, not wrote, but something of significance. I think there everybody agrees. Because there, that's not actually part of the original takana. Those are actually additions. Exactly. Those are actually additions altogether. It's not, it's not a bracha. Yeah. The tefillah is from Rabbanan. The format. Yeah, yeah. But from Hashem, from Torah, you gotta talk to him your own way, not you, the form. Exactly, you're right. You know? You're right, right, right. You talk to Hashem. You have to pray. Way. That's a, it's a machloket, but yeah, you're right. Pray you're right. is, a, you know. Now listen to the last point of Rabbi Shimon. This is a beautiful idea, very important. This doesn't have to do with feeling necessarily. Don't be a wicked person in front of yourself. What do you mean? Don't be a wicked person in front of yourself. So three pshatim. Listen to this. Three pshatim. Beautiful ideas. Shot number one, don't act in a way today that tomorrow you're going to turn around and say, I was such a rasha. Don't be a rasha in front of yourself. Meaning to say, make sure you're acting appropriately today so you don't regret later and turn back and say, how could I have done such wicked things? Okay, so that's a good mentality in general. You want to do, you want to... Keep yourself yeah. on the straight and narrow. Think about, am I going to turn around tomorrow and think I'm a rasha because of what I did today? Well, then don't do that today. Shot number one. Shot number two, and this is a huge idea, you have to put a comma. Al rasha, comma, atzmach. When will you be a rasha, atzmach? Don't separate from people. Be atzmach because then you end up being a rasha. What oh, does that mean? Don't be poresh min don't be b'fneatzmach because when you separate from people, that can quickly lead to becoming a rasha. You can, we are social creatures. We have a social responsibility. We have to be connected with people. Mm-hmm. Don't be b'fneatzmach because then you're going to end up being rasha. That's the wrong thing. Rishaim want to separate. I forgot the pasuk, but the pasuk says that a rasha desires separation. I want to be by myself, enjoy myself, not think about other people, not deal with other yeah. people. That's the wrong mentality. Cool. Obviously, we want to stay with good people. But the point is, is that just as a general rule, separate from people and disregard them, that's Rasha. al Rasha. How will you be Rasha if you separate from people by yourself? The whole strength of uh, Israel is by being together. Mm-hmm. If they be together, all the problems fit. It's true. You're right. The last idea, and it's also a very impo- important idea, you shouldn't think of yourself as a Rasha. I think that's what you were just saying. Don't think of yourself as a rasha in your own mind. Don't think of yourself as a rasha. You, did bad things you might have done bad things, it's true. But don't look at yourself as a rasha. Why not? Because if you look at yourself as a rasha, rasha'im do bad things. So if you're looking at yourself as a rasha, you have no motivation to do teshuvah. You have no motivation to do good things. I'm a rasha. I might as well just act in a bad way. So even if we have done bad things, you shouldn't look at yourself as a wicked person. The opposite. Look at yourself in a good way and then fix the problems that you've created. But don't look at yourself in a, as a rasha because when you do, that's going to guide you down the wrong path. It's a similar idea of like en yush, meaning we can't 
give up. We can't look at ourselves in a negative light. When you look at yourself in a negative light, it leads us in a very bad direction. It's very important, even if we've done the wrong thing. So we have to be aware, I did certain things that were not right, and I have to own up to those things. I do teshuvah, I work on myself, I do ma'asim tovim, I improve my deeds, my character, I learn musar, I do all of those things. That's true, but don't look at yourself as a rasha. Because you're not a rasha. And if you do, lo aleinu, it should lead down the wrong way. That's the wrong thing. So we have to look at ourselves in a positive light. Other people too, but we're talking about you know, self-doubt. Your own, your own, in your own head, and then you're going to go in the right direction. These are the three teachings of Rabbi Shimon in this Mishnah. We'll stop here, God willing. We'll pick Very up a Mishnah Yodala tomorrow. Everybody have a wonderful day.